Hello, and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, episode 157. I'm Chris, and joining me today are... James. Caitlin. Jake. And James. Special guest tar, James Rossi. Guest tar. Guest tar. Guest tar. I am guest tar. Ultimately, the guest czar, James Rossi. I think it's important that we will be overthrowing because it's 1920 and we're a year overdue. It's important to mention that I managed to spit on myself while we were doing the introduction. Nice. Yes. 2020. Fuck. Whatever. I was going to say, it's 1920. This week we will be looking at invasive procedures and Cardassians. Mm. <laughs> I, look, I like looking at me some, some Cardassians. First up in invasive procedures, no. the station is running with a skeleton crew because some big fuck off plasma storms in town. Shortly in after, space. yes. <laughs> what was which is weird is that they didn't bother to spend the money to do the special effects to make the actors actually look like skeletons, which I thought was ridiculous. Yeah, that was kind of stupid. It really made me suspend my disbelief. (laughs) (sighs) Shortly after the storm arrives, a ship calls in distress, being all, we got caught in the storm, help us. And they're like, okay. And they come on board, and I forgot to mention that while doing a sweep of the docking ring, Odo and O'Brien had come across Quark sitting in an airlock being all, I miss my brother. And they're like, yeah, okay, that's shady as fuck, but whatever. Well, <laughs> it turns you out- your brother? Not if it was Rom. Um, <laughs> Correct answer. Not, not, but so the, the ship docks, and because of the doohickey Quark put there, security systems don't work. So they're all on there with guns, and they all burst into ops, and they're all fucking stand down, we're in charge. And Tim Russ is all, I'm a Klingon today. He's and, been all kinds of things. Yeah. And some other Klingon goes down to Quark's, and Quark is like, ah, you must be here for our deal. And the guy is like, fuck you! And Quark is like, wait, what? What about the deal? And it turns out they're actually there at the behest of some sad little nerd called... Verad? Yeah, Verad. Lieutenant Barkley. Uh, who is a uh, Trill, who had, like, studied his whole life to be joined. And then he met the joining committee, and they were like, yeah, no. So he's here to steal the Dax symbiont and then run off to the Delta Quadrant to do Gamma. stuff. Gamma what did I say, Delta? Yes, you did. Whoops. The Gamma Quadrant to do stuff. Sex and stuff with that lady. Well, that's what she thinks. And that's true. You know, they do the procedure because he's going to kill kill people otherwise. And Bashir's all like touching Jedzia's face like, I'll keep you alive. Um, Remember I love you, kind of? And and he does. He managed to keep her alive, even though she should really be dropping dead from lack of symbiont. I feel empty. I can fix that. No! Oh. Meanwhile, Nerd Boy wakes up, and he's not a nerd anymore. And he's like, Benjamin, I'm your old friend! And Ben's like, nah, you're killing my friend, though, so fuck you, man. And then he looks at Girlface, and he's like, I'm less attracted to you now. And she has a sad... And then Quark... That's accurate. That's true. You know, oh, I forgot to mention, too, one of the first things they did when they stormed aboard was they forced Odo to get into a locking bucket. And so. shot Miles. Yes, yes. Well, so then wouldn't you shoot Miles if you yes. had the chance? Quark is all like, and attacks a Klingon and pretends to be more injured than he oh, is. Oh, God, so he can... makes that awful noise yes, for it's far amazing. too long. I and loved he it. goes down to sick bay and helps Bashir to track... sick fuck, Rossi. The Klingon It was that's... weirdly, like... Sexual. Yeah, he was like, oh, oh, oh see, I just thought he shot. After a while, right I was now. just like, he sounds like the fucking Chamberlain. There was a lot of weird sex oh faces going on in this episode. Yes, oh my okay, god. Well, hold on, I'm gonna fucking just, I, what's his name? After summary. Now there's three of them. So yeah, so they get down, you know, with Quark's help, they incapacitate the one Klingon that's guarding him. Quark then uses his lockpicking skills to break Odo out of his locking bucket. With love. Uh, yes. It's actually his love. So much love. And then Guy Face is like, right, girlfriend who I totally still love. I'm going to meet you off in the Gamma Quadrant. Bye bye. And then they capture him. Just uh, wait for me. Because well, he betrays his ass. Yeah. And they give the symbiont back to Jadzia. 
and he wakes up and he's like, I'm sad and alone. And she's I'm like, so empty. And I'm with Bashir's you. Bashir's like, I can fix that. Yeah, and she's like, no, but I'm still here with you. And they cut the episode off before Ben can say, uh, he is going to so much space jail. They're all going to space yeah. jail. No, they're going to space jail. All right, now talk go. about your sex faces. There are a lot of sex faces. My sex faces? I have no idea. I mean, sex face? I don't know. Someone brought up sex face when I was trying to yeah, summarize. Yeah, my, my note at the time was, wow, attack quark. Oh no, this is getting weirdly sexual. Oh, oh, old faces, right. Yeah, Cork kept like sounding like he was coming, which was creepy. It was really high pitched and he heard feminine. It, you know, it probably it was probably a choice because like he hurt his ear, which is where Umox happens. Well, he also didn't really hurt it, he was faking it to gain entrance. Yeah, to but he the... knows how what it sounds like when a Frankie hurts their ear. Uh, it sounds like a mix it's like He's probably done it before. Yeah, but we've heard him do Umox sound and that's not what that is. <laughs> That's that's Oda. <laughs> do it, do it. No, <laughs> no, just do the. You know what I mean. That's it. Thank you. It's like Renee Aubergine was back from the dead. Oh, thank God. So I no. gotta say, I did not really think like you know when she was like you know she wakes up after having the trill removed. Did you? Yeah, I was like I wasn't thinking sexually because I'm not a weirdo, but my thought was like, man, on the one hand, yeah, I get it. Like all these voices are gone. It must be so weird and isolating. On the other hand, it must feel like she just took the best dump of her life. <laughs> Because they just pulled a full-ass pork loin out of her belly. Is that how you take a shit? You cut your stomach open? I think you're doing it Well, no, what I'm just saying, like, that was a big old pork loin. I mean, loin. when you got a poop pouch, the way... That was a big old pork loin. It looked like a pork loin. It was very upsetting. It did not... What pork loin have you been eating that looked like that well, desiccated moth-cocooned shit Don't bowl. eat a half-cooked pork loin. I wouldn't. I'm just saying, it looked like a half-cooked pork loin. I'm how hungry like a, am I? It looked like a worm. Yeah, it looked like a worm. It didn't look like a fucking worm. Yeah, it looked like a big leech. It was like worm slash caterpillar. So the, that thing, tank. though, speaking of which, like, they acted like, oh, we gotta get to the best doctor. Regina's doctor. Sorry, man. What? Regina's doctor. Who are you being right now? I don't know. Tim Ross? I don't think the force is strong with this one, though. No, so they needed, you know, Bashir's help, but... They being Varad and the Klingon Yeah, it didn't look like a terribly complicated... Procedure. Yeah, you just like you go in the know, pouch. I don't even know why there was surgery involved because you, the pouch is open, right? He had to cut the umbilical cord, and that's, yeah. that's yeah. all he oh, needed. He didn't even so need to take awful. her shirt off. Then why were they all naked on a table? I mean, uh, oh, he just wanted an excuse to see her titties. Surgery. What are you talking about? Like, I guess, I mean, the main reason he was there was to try and keep Jedzia alive, because yeah. she was going to die, because of the whole disconnection Yeah, thing. but they knew she was going to die, so why be there to keep her alive? Well, because his plan was to try to keep her alive so they could then get the symbiont back from Varad, and put it back in before she croaked. Yeah, but that's a very what-if plan. Yeah, it's Starfleet for And how, yeah, long, how long could they yeah. live without their symbiont? Well, so they made a Not big deal about how it's too late, we can't go back, yada, 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 and then, like, the end of the episode, is like, oh, it's all fine. I kind of wish they spent a little more time at the end of the episode, you know. It's a little like the Borg incident with Picard, you know. They did have one episode that really dealt with it, but yeah, I feel like this is incredibly traumatic, probably. Oh, hugely. Oh, absolutely. And she's got that guy in her head now. Yeah. How fucked up is that? She knows, like, I I stole myself, and it's weird. Yeah, that'd be very peculiar. I feel like Curzon would be into that, though. So, that's someone was fucking into it, because... He was acting like nothing fucking happened. So, something that I thought was kind of interesting, is Dax a huge jerk? Dax the symbiont? Dax the symbiont. Yeah. Because when Varad was alone, he was like, he was, a, you know, he was like... He was know, a pushover. He was, he was yeah, a, but, he was, yeah, he was like, he, he was like he really, was, he was like he was, sorry that yeah, he, was he was doing like, don't, these things. Don't, he was desperate. Don't get anyone was, hurt, and then he shoots Miles. So yeah. Like, I guess get somebody hurt. Yeah, but, but he's more scared and desperate, and like his, his life was torn away from him, and he's trying to, like, trying to salvage it. And then he gets the symbiont, and he gets all confident, and he's just like, you know, and then he's a huge jerk, like, completely dismissive of the woman yeah, who, like, they were in love, life? and, like, yeah, and, like, yeah, and, yeah. and all of these things. thinking of Jedzia at all. Yeah. yeah. That one. But the only thing that changed was Dax. Yeah, so, I think it really proves, even though I don't say it outright in the episode, the reason he was rejected was because his personality was just too weak. Like he was, oh, you're he right. Was like almost, Dax takes him completely. I over. don't know. His personality is strong enough to hire some mercenaries to kidnap a symbiont and murder yeah. a host. I wonder yeah. how much of that was sort of handled by his girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know. Because yeah, like, no, he's, because he's, the thing is like, 
he shot like it wasn't like he had yeah you know, he had yeah, yeah. He, he, he shoots he miles and says i will kill every single one of you to True. get the symbiont it's like whoa where did this come from dude but i think that ties like he was sort of but desperate yeah. kind of crazy but if his personality was weak that would mean that dax is definitely a gigantic jerk when not who, reined in by a right sensible like, trail but like a really awful yeah. symbiont and maybe that's maybe that's things that the symbionts themselves are probably very they probably don't have a sense of individuality. Not that, but ah, I think they might not have much in the way of empathy. Like I think they're probably much more self-focused. Well, we could ask Deanna help. I the... mean, they definitely must be because they like literally take over another life form to continue their own lives. Yeah, so but I think be. it's like it's the merging with the humanoid trill that allows them to sort of like you bring all the intelligence and the years experience and this and that. The host brings the like. Empathy and decency and mm. things like that. So Sanity. maybe, maybe if the personality is not strong enough, the trill just goes into full. Well, I also wonder if it's like mode. you know, if if you're a shitty person to begin with, which Rod was, then having the symbiont will kind of amplify those traits. That's in true. You. And, yeah, they make if, the... if you're a good person like Jadzia, then the symbiont. Kind of yeah. amplifies those yeah. traits. They make a statement at one point, like, if it's not a good match, it can, like, really, really fuck with the person that it becomes. Yeah. Well, I'd yeah. say they can fuck both the Trill and the Symbiont. The other thing is, like, also kind of view it from, view it with Curzon Dax in mind as well. Because Curzon Dax is kind of a big jerk. Like, he's very much, like, he was, like, he a... Fuck cr- that he was, dude's he was, Yeah, he was a crusty old man. He, like, hazed people all the time. Like, he was a hornball. Yeah. yeah. Being like, a trill must be super, super weird, though. Yeah. A trill humanoid or a trill... Yes. Symbiont. Basically all of it. Yeah. I get the impression I'm... that the, the symbionts are like... the. Can, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just imagining, like, the ultra-intelligent species that just wants to control the universe, mm. but they don't have... They're just slugs, so they can't. So, you know, they yeah, adapted to, like, pa- yeah, they're parasite these, these people. Yeah. Reminds me know. of the Animorphs. We talked know. about this before? No, we, I think we, so. we, It's come up, I just, I don't think I got far enough into the Animorphs series to know what the hell you're talking about. All I know is that that girl turned into a dolphin. She enjoyed it a lot. There and was, Tobias got stuck as being a as hawk. As a, a hawk, yep. Basically there was like an evil alien race that was crawling into people's ears and taking them over. And they were like slugs. And, and how, did the, how did the changing into animals factor in? Well, that was like a different group. I oh, think okay. that they were... <laughs> this is all logical. The, the Animorphs were like the good guys that were this other race of aliens. Given was this, this real? Was this Animorphs literally just Transformers projected onto animals instead of robots? No, I'm gonna say because no. the Animorphs could turn into any animal they'd ever come in contact, not just a truck. <laughs> there were the tripping <laughs> You fool, Jake. You don't know the basics of storytelling. So, back to this. The Transformers are pretty fucking lame in that well, way. Back to this story. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just clarify really quickly. There's good aliens and bad aliens. They're both on Earth. The good aliens give the Animorphs their power. So the humans are actually kind of not really involved until they get brought in. So it's not quite... Well, no, I guess that is kind of like... Because people wind up helping the Transformers, right? I've never watched Transformers. I've never watched I just know that Which they... one is Dead Sea? <laughs> Dead so it is Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> Rahad is Bumblebee? Uh, this episode. So presumably, because we know how he feels about Jed Zia... Quarkles didn't know this was the plan, I assume. No. Like, he thought... Quarkles? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't like... I don't know why I said that. Yeah, I also don't. It popped into my head. It sounded terrible once I said it. I was hoping no one would say anything. But presumably he just thought this was an aid of that supposed deal with the other Klingon. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I, I missed a reference to this when I first watched it. I was like, wait a minute, they all have phasers. How did the phasers work? And I guess Quark turned off the... Yeah, he put a little thing in okay, the... Okay, I missed that the, on my watch and I had to read about it in a synopsis afterwards. Yeah, after after Odo and O'Brien drag him out of that Quark airlock... Quark has that power on the station? Well, he had, a, he had he, to do he that. He put a doodad uh, Quark, we know Quark has, like, access doodads. to pretty much everything So many doodads. Yeah, we've seen him do the doodads at least twice to get access to shit he shouldn't have access to with the oh. same things he was selling to these Klingons, actually, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, so he clearly thought one thing was happening, and it turned out to be something else entirely. Yeah. Uh, but it was funny, because they never actually made that explicit in the episode. 
Which, I mean, well, I so appreciate what, them, you know. What was Quark's plan? Because it seemed to be that he was going to let them sneak onto the station so he could sell them some stuff. Yeah, and yeah, I think that presumably thought that's all that was happening. Yeah, well, right, during a time but, when no one's around. Yeah, so and then they would leave. And, and everything would be fine. And Quark would play dumb. Yeah. But the, but they, they came in saying, we've been damaged. Right. It, that's where the that's where I think all of it went off the yeah. rails. Yeah, like, as far as Quark knew, because when the other Klingon walks in, he goes, ah, I suppose you uh, were rescued as part of the plan, ha ha ha. So he really just thought it was probably these couple of Klingons were going to come on board, buy his little vials of honey, and then piss off. <laughs> right. Bottles of honey. But then things went very wrong. But I guess yeah. they could have just done that in the first place. I don't think Quark was needed. No, he well, was no. because he opened the. So he, they, yeah, he the, allowed them to get their weapons. Yeah, on board. Oh, they okay. didn't have their weapons. Yeah, all oh, right. Presumably, what he put on shut down whatever would have like. Gotcha. Yeah, that's why they needed Quark. But and like, if Quark had stopped for a second, he'd be like, "Why do you need weapons to come buy some shit from me?" <laughs> but it's Quark. But so. it's Quark, and he has a very one track rule line. acquisition. Yeah. Rule of acquisition number eighty-eight. Don't ask questions. Like, I, I don't know, know. I know. Quark ends up in a way saving the day in the end. Yeah, the like, action Quark was a pretty was a but, pretty fun time. But at the same time, how is he not facing any serious yeah. consequences for his involvement? Absolutely, in this? because yeah. he and Odo love each no, other actually, so much. No, actually, though, he might because Kira says like, "Remind me to have a conversation with Quark." And granted, she says that. Actually, no. I she think also she... says, "No matter what happens, you're done here." And he is clearly not done no. here. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like there, there was a lot left implicit that, like, clearly, once all was said and done, he was like, "Look, I thought they were just here for a thing," and blah Every... blah. And, and everyone went, "Oh, Cork, you scam." And they're like, "Look, since you helped, we won't kill you, but we are going to break your foot." He Ow. uses that foot for Umox. Think he gives himself a on his foot. Yeah, no credit to Barad's actor though. I thought he did a really good job. Yeah, his transformation, yeah. distinguishing his transformation from like piss pot to to like I really I liked his scenes with Cisco. Yeah, yeah. I thought oh yeah, those were, those, well were those were good scenes. I just I I feel like the way that they wrote the character initially was it just made no sense that you know this guy who is a piss pot who seems like you know <laughs> piss pot he he, he seems so unambitious and yet somehow he's pulled up enough. Favors with Klingons and stuff. I don't know. It seems to be like to be here like to do this like very illegal thing. type stuff. You yeah, know? it's like fucking you know Aurora shooter. You know, he seemed like a real fucking loser, and then he oh, from goes Vortex. And... What? No, no, no Aurora, no, from yeah. Aurora, Aurora in Colorado. Oh, I thought you were referring the to freaking, a, an episode. Yeah. No, he means the like, guy you know, that shot the, up the theater. Like, Wasn't any, it the like, theater? Yeah, that's a theater. But like any, like a school shooter type. You know that that personality type. Where it's like, oh, he's a real timid guy, he's a real loser, and then he just is like. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody's. I was gonna say everybody's a big man once they have a gun in their hand. Exactly, aren't they? and that's what the, I think this guy did. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He reminded me a lot of um, Barkley. I think I said mm. as much to yeah. you, but like, just like the really like stammery yeah. little kind of pussy, like like Barkley when he got the alien big brain. Oh, yeah. it's degree. Yeah. Well, I was thinking more about the piss pot part, but yeah, I guess. But you're yeah, right. he, he was. But the whole thing does, was he was he does a piss both pot, stages. and then he got the big yep. brain, and then he became like Varad with <laughs> the Dax. biggest brain. But yeah, no, I, I just thought the actor did a really good job making them Distinct, very yeah. distinct. I mean, his posture even changed, yeah, which was nice because not everyone thinks to do that. I, I like that actor. Well, then was it, was in, refer- um... it was referenced in the script. Oh, okay. Because they ask, they ask, girl face. More, more real. He even stands differently, doesn't That's he? That's right. Yeah. So. And she's like, "Shut up! He's the same guy, and I love him." Oh, why is he being weird? Yeah, I don't know. It's so like so. Her story is she worked in a brothel. Yes, that Varad frequented. Mm-hmm. I do not remember this. She, no, it's she, true. She tells it to Cisco. This is correct. She does. Um, and then he helped her get out of there with his contacts or money or something. Or like he was just like, okay, we're leaving now, and they walked out. Yeah, or so, you're mine now. So he, you know, he thinks. I bought you. Ugh. You know, I don't know. So she helps him out out of some form of some, some sense of loyalty. Yeah. It seems like. Why does it seem like well, she, she actually him. does yeah, she, yeah, she, care she, about she, him? She thought she loved him at least. Yeah, well, she does love him. She just doesn't love him plus Dax. Yeah, hmm. dating a pre-joined Trill does not seem to work. No. Not like, if they that ever end up joining. That's true. He doesn't. But, you know, if someone were dating Jadzia and then all of a sudden, well, Jadzia's going to get implanted with Dax now. What would that person think? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. I have to say... I kind of expected there to be more, like, obvious and devastating fallout for him joining when he wasn't supposed to join. Like, I was kind of anticipating, like, mm. 
loss of control or like bodily breakdown or something really yeah. shitty. Like I get that. I guess he that literally can't control. Yeah, he his literally bowels. shits himself. Yeah, no, because like that was what I was sort of assuming, and I guess like the more subtle thing that we were sort of talking about where it's like, no, maybe like Dax just comes out more when you're like a really weak little bitch. But I was expecting like catastrophic results. They also could have like totally fucked it up and gone for almost a comedy angle. And it's like, he controls the left side of the body and the symbiote controls the right and he just keeps hitting himself. Like, put me back! Put me back! Yeah. No, that's a TOS episode. No, I, I said I said that would have been fucking it up. So he becomes Wheatley in Portal Two and just goes absolutely <laughs> mad with like completely stupid power. That's kind of what he did, actually. I mean, he just didn't control the computer. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, I, no, it did definitely expect- feel like I was expecting something more devastating, not just. Or oh. he would have been more actively like. Oh, Cisco doesn't mood. want to be my friend anymore. Or like, I was expecting him to be falling apart somehow. Or mood swingy, like going from sort of re- rational to like raving or. So like the potential side effects that they said, you know, oh, if a person not fit as he is not fit, yeah, clearly. tries to do it, it might not work. Kind yeah. of bullshit. Yeah, like he was like, or, or his body starts like rejecting the symbiote, well, or also just want you know the best people mm. for joining you know they don't want a loser a little wimp you know they they want someone who's going to apparently there's enough symbionts for 10 percent of there's at least one trill population possibly just dax and how do they reproduce do they reproduce i don't know p and v i think they do i think they because at some point there's they're in a um, i hope not well, they, they live in their natural state. They live in a in like a swampy type cave. <laughs> like there's a cave yeah. with like a pool well, I look forward filled to with dry it. ice that they live in. Are they <laughs> are they just Yoda's poops? Wait, isn't that a Farscape episode or something too? Isn't there some episode of some other sci-fi show where there's like sluggy symbionts that like live in like tanks? Uh, well, that's, SG1. Yeah, SG1. Yeah, that's Stargate. <laughs> What did I say? Farscape? Yeah, Maybe Farscape. I meant Stargate. Is that what I meant? Yeah, Stargate. They, Stargate has They that. have a trill thing on their ship. I mean, the Jaffa bit were practically just trill. But also, the Ga'uld, in their natural state, they live in like a swamp. What's hmm. a Ga'uld again? That's the, that's the, that is the symbiont of the Stargate universe. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Ga'uld. Yeah. That's what it was. Okay, because I was Gwa-uld. like, that word sounds really guacamole. Gould, sounds familiar. Uh, Hammond from Texas. Yeah. Gould. Oh, uh, James, earlier you were saying that we'd, you'd seen Varad and something else? Yeah, it was um, uh, Gremlins 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's funny because I was sitting there watching the episode and it's like, I swear I've seen this guy before, like maybe as a Vulcan or something, but I looked him up and no other Star Trek appearances. Oh my god. Oh. Is he the one that gets killed on the toilet? No, no, he survives. Do you know what I'm I talking think. about, though? The scene I'm talking about. Yeah. That movie's so funny. What's funny Gremlins though yeah. is he's not he's the owner of the company. I've never seen any of the oh. films. I've just seen a horrifying clip. He's uh, he's not been in Star Trek again, but he was in Frasier once. <laughs> and what else we got here? Don't care. The other Klingon. <laughs> Jesus. You'll care about this. The other Klingon was the other Romulan, not Geordi's friend, in the Galorndon Core episode. There was another... Oh, the one, the that, one, the cl- one that Worf let die. You were right. She did care about that. She perked right up. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we're talking about Star Trek again and not fucking other... Oh, yeah, no, I was bringing... Yeah, that's the thing. Is, so it's funny because the guy who I thought I would have seen in Star Trek, I, in fact, hadn't. All other the three, because obviously Tim Russ will see in Voyager and even Mariel will see again. Galorndon Core. That was just feels like something from Skyrim. That was Boss Nass saying Galorgian Core. So what so at the end, I'm, I'm a little unclear what happened in the end. So Jadzia wakes up and she's got all of the stuff from the symbiont's memories from the from would that include all of Varad's life or just the stuff that you know, in she the last said, five minutes? She said she had everything from Now does he did he have memories left no. then or no? No, he, he specifically says yeah, he lost okay. everything. So, wait, so, so Jadzia now has memories of plowing that lady? Probably. probably. Wow. She has probably memories of plowing a lot of. Lives. I was gonna say Curzon got, got a lot yeah. of fucking on, so it's, it's nothing that's new. So I'm hang sure. on, so Varad maybe Curzon even fucked that. Idea has memories of that lady stepping on her dick while he, cri- <laughs> <laughs> he cried. <laughs> what were you just saying? So now Varad wakes up and yep. he, you know, I'm sees... just going with the kind of guy. Right? <laughs> Can I? Yes. 
fuck you. Uh, he, he wakes up, so he has no memories. So he looks over, and Muriel's like, but I'm here, but he doesn't even know who the fuck she is. No, no. Oh, no. He, he remembers who she is. Yeah, no, he has his he own what, memories. He doesn't so, remember what happened while Dax was in him. Everything okay. else. No, no, I think well, he I think, does remember. I think he just doesn't remember the memories of the other hosts. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, he remembers everything it that It sounded happened. like he said he didn't remember any of it. No, no, he means he, he lost did, yeah. he just all that, that knowledge he'd gained. Oh, yeah, because he literally, I guess he literally and, did say all that no, all that. Yeah, like, he remembers what happened. He remembers who he is. He knows his own history. But, like, he can no longer... Like, he knows he... It's almost like a, a Flowers for Algernon situation where mm. he knows he had this knowledge, but he can't call upon it anymore. Or a Barkley nth degree situation. Or that, yeah. He can still play chess, though. True. Mm. Yeah, and the thing, of course, with him is he had not had the symbiont long enough that he has to worry about dying, having it separated from him. So, again, he gets to go to space jail, even though the episode acts like he's not going to. In the space jail. Yep. How, I wrote down in my notes... How do com badges work if they've been stolen? Right, I had the same thing because they they didn't have. When did they reprogram? Yeah, yeah. They're like Yeto, where, where are you? Yeto, where are you? Oh, he's not on his com badge. That's because it's not his fucking com badge. Yeah, no. <laughs> Wait, but why wouldn't the com badge work for them? Because they they're stole them. They're not there. From... Yeah, because it's like. But why it does it matter? That they're not there? It's programmed to be Cisco's. Because if you say, you know, he should have to say, Cisco, are you there? Because the com badge connects you to the person you're trying to talk to. How does the combat know that? Oh, it's I didn't realize. Yeah. I just, I guess, I, like don't, I theory, don't know what I assumed that everyone heard everything you said. I guess they I wouldn't have shown it. Line. <laughs> that, like they wouldn't have shown it, but in theory, there what had to be a scene, <laughs> a scene where they reprogrammed them to work for the people that stole them. Maybe. Also, they stole Odo's combat. So, did they have a chunk of Odo? Yeah, I was just gonna say, is his combat just part of him? Yeah, That's we've had this discussion before, and, and we've never. It's he flushes incons- it. He flushes it to subspace. Yeah, yeah, it's, inco- it's inconsistent. But yeah, I had the same thought at that point. It's like, wait a minute, when uh, did you do this? I didn't notice that. Well, they had plenty of time. They, you know, Cork was. Everybody was knocked out. They did it during the surgery. Yeah, that's when they did it during the surgery. Odo should have turned himself into a tripwire instead of getting captured. Yeah. Or turn himself into literally anything instead yeah, of being captured. He should just like, turn himself into a second door blocking the regular door. Or a Klingon-sized plastic bag. <laughs> or just a Klingon-head-sized plastic bag. Yeah, that really, would have been fine. Know? Like, yeah, but he's just not... He doesn't turn into very angry gorillas frequently enough is really the lesson yeah. here. Does really? he ever turn yeah. into angry gorillas? I don't know, but he should all the time. Yeah. Just like, quark! Pounding on his chest. I'm sorry, how was that? Ow. No, I'm not doing that again. Oh, you hurt yourself geez. by hitting yourself like a gorilla? A little bit. Wow. Listen, you... I have tender nipples! I say, you... I didn't need to learn today. I mean, I think everybody has pretty ten. I mean, I don't know. Nipples are sensitive, aren't they? I don't know. It is. It is funny though. Like you kind of <laughs> gotta wonder where this fucking milk toast dug up Klingon mercenaries. Probably yeah. the same whorehouse he got his and ones from. that apparently already knew Quark. Yeah, or at least that one guy. It, it didn't just seem like a ah, you're that guy I've been talking uh, to. Quark it's like, no, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure he knows they, every creep uh, in the no, galaxy. I bet you. Here's how I bet it went down. You know, Brad and and his and his girlfriend are hanging around, and he's like, we got to find the trail. So he does a lot of research. He finds out, hey, there's this Dax, be a good match. She's like on this, you know, bump, you know, out in the middle of nowhere on the stupid space station. You know, let's let's plan a heist. Mm. Did they? So pl- they do they wait for there to be a storm and there be a skeleton crew, probably. or did they make the storm? They probably no, no, they 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 just, they just it was a crime of opportunity. Okay, yeah. got it. But I think it is convenient because they also wanted to be able to take Dax, so they could then immediately hightail it to yeah. the and the guy. You know, the, the, the Klingons were not like their friends; they were just hired. Yeah, they were hired help. Yeah, so they probably just yeah. you know are like, hey, make contact. There's a sketchy dude on the space station. Make contact with him and say you want to buy some honeysuckle. Yeah. Oh, you know what I never realized was uh, Tim Russ had originally auditioned for the role of Geordi. Really? He didn't get him. Huh. Mm. Damn, he's been it's trying shocking. to get into Star Trek forever. And he's been yeah, on and, Star then, and they Trek liked him well enough, so they kept casting him as random things until right. they finally made him, you know, this Vulcan guy. Yeah. Now he does like fan films for Star Trek. Does he? He's been in a couple. Well, apparently, he really he just likes. Re- yeah, Star he just Trek, really man. likes Star Trek. Like he, he does other stuff. I think he's um, a director. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I, I was, like, kind of uncomfortable with how much Bashir was, like, 
caressing Jadzia's face while she was yeah, getting ready so, to die. Yeah, so it was after touch. after the uh, symbiote had gotten removed, then Bashir is like trying to comfort Jadzia. Yeah, but that but was his doctoral. He, but no, like, with his, his pecker though. Yeah, his his, right. his his touching her face was like really intimate. Yeah, it was, and it was like sensual almost, which was very inappropriate. And yeah, gross. it's like, dude, she might not survive the night. Like, yeah, but I mean, I hope when I'm dying, someone once tries to still get it. You know. One last, one last happy. I don't moment. think that's what Jedzia wanted. Well, also, I don't Jedzia think. A... I don't think Dax wanted it. We have no idea what Jedzia. Well, Jedzia into. right now is in a very, very, very bad place. Yeah. You probably shouldn't force. Yeah, no, like... You shouldn't be forcing. You know, this kind of face, <laughs> think... face caresses. I don't really think it was a good thing. I think. It was I think gross. it would have been so we're clear. I'm just really, be funny. an interesting situation to have Jedzia without the symbiont like interact more. Yeah. Mm. So you could have gotten. Sense. Yeah. She seemed more or less the same. Right, and it would have been interesting as a counterpoint to how changed Varad is. So, like, you yeah. know, Jadzia could also be similarly, like, very, very different. Yeah. The total bitch. Get your fucking hand off me. For sh- oh, no, I really like, I, I really love, like, the, I, I've never felt so lonely. Kind yeah, of that was right. That's, that's that stuff was good. Yeah, yeah. but, but it, it just, it... You never see her grapple with her mortality, which should be, you know, well, she spends, any fucking second. Yeah. She, she spends she's, most of it unconscious. She spends most of, most of the time she's just trying to get killed. That's true. She doesn't, <laughs> that's Dax, though. Dax doesn't seem to care about that, living or dying. That was one of the notes I had, where she was like, don't worry, everybody, Jadzi is always ready to croak, so she will happily give up her slug to this asshole. Yeah, I think this, compared, comparing this episode to last season's Dax, mm. I like this one a lot better. Oh, it's so much better. That was the other one where Jadzia wanted to die. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very eager. Oh, right, because she done a murder. Yep, yeah. Let's learn them. more about the Trill, and also Jadzia doesn't give a, doesn't give a shit about being alive anymore. Mm. She must be a millennial. I I love the discussion between Cisco and Varad Dax. Oh, that was great. Where like literally at the end of it, like Cisco is just like you know it's like haha, we're such good friends, aren't we? Haha. Maybe don't let Jadzia die. And Varad just has absolutely no interest in it. And Cisco just literally is like, our friendship's over. Like <laughs> like that's the big emotional moment is a friend breakup. What I like too is then after that they cut to like some unexplained amount of time has passed and Varad's sitting at Cisco's desk looking sad. And I imagine he logged on to Space Facebook and was like, oh, you really did unfriend me. Oh, Facebook. No. Just Facebook. Facebook. Facebook is good. Thank you. I yeah. liked at the end when he's like, don't call me Benjamin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really like yeah. Cisco. Cisco is oh, he's gr- great. grown on me so much. He had some good reads in this episode too. Yeah. Oh, he, he raged the hell out on a Klingon and like almost took him down. I think he was going to take him down, but then someone else interfered. Like, yeah, this was more you, a Cisco girl, episode was, than a Dax episode. Right. <laughs> well, it tends to happen. It's yeah, it's a, you, you learn a thing about the trill. Jadzia happens to be there. Look at Cisco go. And you also got to see Action Quark. Action Quark you is know, my favorite. I, Quark, I, Quark, I got Quark. him! I got him! He's like riding his back. It's fucking ridiculous. Which, I loved it. I mean, you know, that... Until I, he started making those sex noises. Uh, you gotta say, though, that... Like, no, that, it was... It was Yep. That's that though. though oh. I gotta admit, you know, he's a skeezy little fucker, but that's a big deal for him because that easily could have ended with him getting killed by a Klingon, well, and he just, did it anyway. Well, not just that, he was acting out of like not just his own self interest. He was doing it to help other people, which is yeah. like well, not, he a, likes not a thing. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, is mean, the one who well, likes. he kind of ex- just wants to like fuck her, though. You know what I mean? Still. But I think to a certain extent... That comes from respect. You can still argue there's at least some (laughs) self-interest, because maybe he's figuring, like, look, if I do this, maybe they won't shoot me out of an airlock. Well, sure. But I think it probably was... But he had no reason to assume he would survive any of this. Right, that's what I mean. Like, it definitely was the most selfless thing we've probably seen him do so far. Yeah. Aside from that time where he almost tried to make Odo leave the station with him because they're friends. Uh, Miles got shot. (laughs) Yes, he did, and then he drank some shitty soup. Yep, shit soup. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it's like, they go, do, do you have a brother, Chief? And I'm like, you know how many siblings yeah, he has? He's, he's got Irish. 10, dude. He's got 10 brothers. Oh, Quark had the best line. Or oh, someone had the best line. Who, who said the line, um, Ron couldn't find a cup of water if you dropped him in a lake? <laughs> yeah, that was Quark. I, I that. loved I wrote that it. One too. That I is Quark. I loved it. I'm pretty sure it's Quark. They were both oh. talking about him. But. Yeah. 
No, I think it was. I think it might have been Odo. I was gonna say it feels like something Odo because would Quark say. was doing the "Oh, I miss my brother" thing, yeah. and Odo's like, "Really?" Well, I thought it was Wrong. like you realize like, you're talking about Ron, just, right? Oh, maybe. Oh, but that, that he, he might that might have been Quark being like, "Look, I know he couldn't find a cup of water to drop in yeah. the lake, maybe. but he's my brother." Yeah. Well, <laughs> whoever said it, it was a good line. It was. It was a good line. Um, speaking of fam- familial relations, tell us about Jono. Jono. I see what you did there. Jake has decided we're moving on to I think we should Cardassians. Yeah, no, we were clearly running out of space. I do want to say really quick. Clocks, eh? It's over there. <laughs> there were some really good moments with Julian being like an actual badass towards the Klingon. Oh, yeah. Where he turned a Klingon into like his, his, his nurse. nurse. Yeah. I did. My note on that was uh, Julian going a little bones oh, here. Yeah. yeah. Just good. putting his foot down. Yeah. I like it when Starfleet doctors put their foot down. Right. They well, all... I, I also like like the, the jerk Klingons tend to respond to the same thing. So yeah. like he was just like, I'm not doing this and Julian said yes you are and the Klingon was like alright <laughs> cool so in Cardassians S- suddenly Cardassians yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's we, good uh, that's good that's a much better title too I don't get it it's a, suddenly human it's a reference to the exact same episode that we already watched this Keeping one up with the Cardassians? I would say is a lot better though oh yeah Wait, if only because one it doesn't involve those horrible noises Oh, that fucking kid. And two, oh, it involves... Oh, kept yelling for no reason? Yes. Ugh. And two, it involves a lot of Garrick. Yeah! Garrick's back. Ba- Garrick's back. Yikes. I gotta stop trying to be funny. So Garrick's back. He's sitting uh, sitting down Tell with his, his old buddy, uh, Bashir. They're sitting around in the <laughs> replomat. There you go. Nailed it. G- Garrick and Julian are sitting in the replomat, and they're having coffee. And, K-I-S-S-I-N-G, and, uh, right? You know, Julian's kind of like, come on, you're a spy. Tell me about yourself. And Garrick's like, I'm plain simple Garrick. And then an old Bajoran dude walks in with a, a teenage Cardassian lad, but the lad is wearing a big old... Bajoran religious earring, and Garrick's like, that's fucking weird. And he's like, I'm gonna go meet this kid. We're gonna be really creepy about it. So the kid bites him. <laughs> Good looking boy you got yeah, there. Seriously, yeah, it's like, fuck. It's like, I would have bit you too. I, yeah, you no, that's the thing. It's like, Garrick, being fair, that was the weirdest way to introduce yourself. He was acting like you wanted to buy him for Christ's <laughs> sakes. So, you know, they're all like, what the fuck? And turn him into a coat. Yeah. They're all like, what's going on here? It's like, oh, he's a Cardassian war orphan. We find out a lot of Cardassian war orphans were left behind on Bajor. And, you know, they've been living, mostly it sounds like, in Bajoran orphanages, but some were taken in by families. It's kind of a bummer that, like, not all of them found homes. Yeah, yeah, well, especially because... Yeah, like most Bajorans, Bajorans would gonna, not Are you going to want to adopt? Yeah, but we'll... They're we'll, just kids. We'll They're Cardassians. We'll Have you seen how racist the Bajorans are? We will get to this. Only as racist This is as part Orion. of the conversation. Shut up. So they start kind of looking into this kid and his history and all this. And, as and he part- doesn't have one. Yeah. And and Garrick especially is kind of like wheedling um, Bashir to no. be his little kind of Fuck agent puppet. again. <laughs> Fuck puppet! And we, uh, yeah, we come to find out know, they're talking to the, like this random businessman who was a witness. And he was like, oh yeah, I've, I've met the father. They abused the shit out of him. And meanwhile, Gal Dukat's calling up being like, I hear there was an incident with a Cardassian boy. I really want to bring the war orphans back to Cardassia. And Garrick's all like, this sounds fishy. God, this actually gets really quite convoluted. Yeah, I was very confused by the end. So it eventually turns out that Boyface is the lost son of a prominent Cardassian politician. We find out a little bit more about Cardassian civics. There is ostensibly a civilian government, but it has very little power. But it did somehow manage to force the evacuation of Bajor by... So that wasn't a lie. That I didn't I take like it as all much. All Cardassians are lying, even when they're when they're speaking the opposite. Oh, especially when they're telling the truth. But um, <laughs> so it's this very complex, long in the making plan where it sounds like basically what happened: there was a terrorist attack on this guy's house when he was living on Bajor. Gul Dukat found his son, but instead of admitting, "I found your son," like shoved him into an orphanage being all I can use this later this is a long term fucking plan it really is a kid kid in an orphanage is money in the bank it is and basically it all sort of works out this is what Garrick has worked out but doesn't say directly is that Gul Dukat's gonna choose now to spring this kid on the world because it would be very politically embarrassing for his father to be like because family's so important to the Cardassians that like, oh, you lost your son, you didn't try hard enough to look for him, and this, that, and the other thing. And it's here he whole... is, you fucked up. Yeah. But then, you know, it 
is brought to light that, like, clearly this was something Gal had orchestrated. And so it leads to a political stalemate on Cardassia, which is better than Dukat winning, at least. I want Dukat to win. Meanwhile, there's been this whole thing where, like, Sisko was chosen as the arbitrator to figure out where should Boyface go. Uh, Boyface, for some reason, they decide... the wrong goddamn decision. For some reason, they decide, let's have the boy stay with the O'Briens. You know, the only person on this ship who hates the Cardassians as much as the Bajorans. Kira. Uh, oh, she, she is, is the Bajoran. Yes. Okay. The boy we find out, you know, it does sound like it's very heavily implied that the abuse story was a lie probably planted by Dukat. Well, oh, yeah. but like, the thing is, is it, was, it, it was a half lie though, right? Because it sounds like he has had it. You're not done with the summary yet, are you? It does seem like he's had like, oh, the Cardassians are pieces of shit and here's why. Well, that's it, yeah. And he's but like, it doesn't sound like he's been taking beatings for yeah, it. Yeah, no, no. He just like, they've told him what. He's going to be people. bullied on the schoolyard. That's the yeah. thing. Like, it's very oh, for sure. complicated. On the schoolyard. But yeah, we'll discuss that. Short version, Cisco decides to send the boy back to Cardassia with his dad. Uh, and... Pissing Caitlin off and ruining the whole fucking episode. Yeah, like, it's, it's kind of complicated. Just watch the episode or read the, the summary on Memory Alpha, because this one seems a lot straighter. I know. Once they started with this, with this whole gigantic, like, plan, like, eight-year-long plan that Dukat has been just sitting on. Cardassian? Yeah. I don't know. That sounds I mean, that's like Dukat. That's the thing. Cardassian He's brilliant, and yeah. I love him, but holy shit, it made this episode very, you know, you have to pay attention. It's Car- convoluted as fuck, this plan. Cardassians are good at the kinds of plans Romulans wish they were good at. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, I mean, Dukat's probably got other, like, Dozens and dozens oh. of plans he's sitting on. He, there's like other war orphans. He's just waiting for like that person's father to like come yeah, up. He has come into a, being a problem or some shit. So many irons in the fire that you know he may never use, but he knows they're there. But I feel like all Cardassians are probably kind of like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like Garrick probably has a bunch of plans. Well, Let's are, talk have about you Garrick. Met Garrick? Yeah. I don't think anybody is as good at it though as Gal Dukat because he's just. I don't know. I, Garrick I think is. Garrick, I think Garrick pretty much from the off knew the whole plan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, totally like his did. whole yeah. thing of like, oh, let's go investigate was like he was just trying to get because he knew if he brought the you know he didn't have the evidence and if he just t- spun that tail it wouldn't have flown yeah so he needed Julian to go and like find oh. all the, the breadcrumbs that's, Julian that's why Garrick did what he did in the first place that's why he walked over to the boy and like because it was really weird that yeah. he walked over and made this big show of being like yeah. oh nice Cardassian boy hey and like put his hand on his shoulder like got <laughs> hey. really close to him even yeah. though like he's smarter than Here's, that I wonder like, if he was trying I think, to take I think, a DNA no, I think, I think Garrick knew that the kid was going to lash out. Right, here's here's a tinfoil hat theory. Dukat actually previously enlisted Garrick in the plan from the from the get go. I wouldn't be surprised. And then Garrick, partway through, was like, you know, fuck Dukat. I'm going to fuck him over. You know, oh, Garrick, Garrick clearly does not like Dukat. No, he doesn't. But I Garrick could see, is on Garrick's side. Because like I could it's see Dukat feeling like maybe he has leverage on like because the the implication is that. Garrick is in exile. Like, he's yeah. not allowed to go back to Cardassia. But maybe Dukat was like, hey, you know, if you help me out with this plan, maybe I can pull some strings and get you back home. How long has Garrick been in exile? Do we know? Since the end of the war, I believe. When yeah. was, wasn't that recently? Yeah. Like, this, like here's the thing. He, this kid's, this kid's timeline is fucking nuts. Because, you know, he, he uh, yeah. was in that explosion or whatever and lost his mom and his dad thought he was dead eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And he was four. four years old, so he's twelve now. Yeah, assuming years are the same, I don't fucking know. Let's Might go with yes. Be. Let's say yes for com- for simplicity's sake. So, which means he's been adopted by these Bajoran parents for the last. I don't know how quickly he he was adopted, right. but it doesn't sound like very long because they they've been raising him for at least many years, yeah, at least a bunch of years, at least most of his life. Right, probably um, most of the eight. Which means they adopted this kid whilst the Cardassian occupation was happening. They might just be that nice, because there would. Oh, I think. Wow. I think. I think. I think the the implication is is that the war orphans were not just left behind. Like during the entire conflict, war orphans were being created. Well, because they do, and the Bajorans, like the Bajorans, would find a kid whose parents they killed. And they were like, "Well, what do we do? We can't just execute it's a just child." Like suddenly human. Um, and what? so they were probably they were they were probably had the orphanages set up like during the occupation on their own side for anyone that. But why would the, the Cardassians not just go over and take well, the kids? They say that 
there's a line, I think Garrick says, that on Cardassia, orphans have no standing. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Kind of a weird thing for your culture to have. Yeah. Considering how often you're at war. Well, we know how important family is. Yeah. I'm guessing if you're... I'm guessing but you if know you're, about grandma. Yeah, but I'm Can guessing take if you are a orphan, then your career path is probably cannon fodder in some war. Yeah, mm. you know, like you're like you don't have connections. You're not going to get to be anything more than just the lowest Car- rung. Cardassia probably doesn't have a lot of social programs either. Yeah, I would so not. a ward of the state, they'd just be like, "That's an inefficient use of resources. Why would we do yeah. that?" Go mine. So another another point. So like Caitlin mine? hinted that she was dissatisfied with the ending. Very much so. Yeah. But here's the thing: you have to realize that we're not talking about custody of an orphan. We're talking about a kidnapping. a kidnapping victim, because yeah. he wasn't an orphan. Like if yeah, if he was an, an orphan that was abandoned, sure. But literally, this was a child that was kidnapped from his parents. Yeah. Yeah, but you're like then literally taking him. He's already gone through this traumatic kidnapping from his parents oh, and explosion horrible. in the house, and now you're taking him away from everything he knows to a land that he's been raised to fucking hate and a people that he's been raised to hate. Yeah, but it's gonna be fucking miserable. This kid's gonna I, probably oh, wind yeah. up fucking it's killing himself be, in his twenties. It's gonna 20s. be horrific. And like Cisco says I mean, as much in well, his log, where he's like, you know, it's the, he's the real victim. Yeah, I expected the solution okay, but to the, be. Like, like, cut the baby in half. No, to be like, what's the dad's name? Koten Padur. The Bajoran. The, the Bajoran guy. Oh no, the um Cardassian. Oh, the Cardassian. The act, the act, his actual father, his biological father, to have give him like visitation rights or some shit. Well, see, until he gets you know his his child to know. Yeah, who but I don't again. think that I think legally it's yeah. like it's there's no there's at that point once it becomes clear that this was a kidnapping. Yeah. The legal situation becomes. A lot more black and white. You're assuming too. But this is Cardassia. Okay, but also we just said they probably don't have a lot of social systems. Are you telling me this kid's gonna get like good therapy on Cardassia? Well, without a family, rich, yeah. politically connected dad, sure. Yeah. He'll, See, be, he'll be taking care of whether it helps or not. Who knows? I mean, here's the thing. I there just was think it's awful. there's no good situation awful. for this. It's really kid. awful. It's a heartbreaking episode. Because like, even if he had stayed on Bajor, like he despises what he sees in the mirror. You know, I'm sure he gets a lot of stick from other Bajorans who aren't as kind. You know, they're like, I don't care who Most raised Bajorans him. Most Bajorans are Cardi. dicks. They seem pretty racist. So, like, there's no good out for this kid, really. But there's a chance you can figure maybe if he's among his own people for a while, he can... I mean, I guess... Learn to like, not hate his own fucking reflection. I think, I think the I biggest... Don't know. The biggest thing is they, they don't even ask him. Well, they do, but like, he says, I want to go back to Bajor. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, well, but, yeah like, but, the only it's like, person but they don't that, actually take The only person that asks him is O'Brien. Nobody cares what O'Brien in, in, fucking thinks. Especially Keiko. You also get a figure in Cisco's position. You have, from just a political standpoint for the Federation, you have, here we have a powerful Cardassian politician versus some Bajoran farmer or whatever, you know, whatever yeah. the dude was. So I'm sure... You know, in a deleted scene, an admiral calls up and says, Hey, Cisco, you better make sure that kid ends up on Cardassia because uh, I don't want to deal with the fallout. It's kind of sad. Like, he just wants to go back to Bajor. Meanwhile, the other, that like, little Cardassian girl orphan you see at the orphanage oh, seems yeah. really yeah. eager to go back to Cardassia. Yeah, because she lives in a fucking orphanage. Yeah, and, and Garrick's just like, um... <laughs> nope, sorry, child. Bye. I wasn't no, expecting I'm, this. Oh, well, no, but you might maybe, be mine. But maybe the good turnout of this that we also don't see is that Gal Ducat then has to go and rescue oh, no, all he, the rest he of the orphans. Oh, no, he drops it entirely. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sure. Too bad. Well, maybe, he almost maybe, certainly does. Well, then maybe new daddy will do it. Or I guess old daddy. It's possible. Well, he seems gonna, sort of. No, they were going to keep the presence of his oh. son secret as yeah. well. Yeah, well, that's and even in no, yeah, Cisco, they, and they even, mention it to him. He's like, "Yeah, well, 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 I'll think about that." Yeah, goodbye. Yeah, you're right. I got what I want. And I'm a Cardassian. Yeah. I yeah. thought that, that was. Uh... <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that was the one time Garrick didn't lie. Is when the girl asked, "Are you oh, here yeah. to help us?" and he said, "No, <laughs> <laughs> no, bitch, I don't want any kids." Um, uh, I think the I think that the scene at the O'Brien house was really good, but with I also think with they. The dad? That scene or the, with the scene? No, no, with the kid and with Keiko and no. shit. Yeah, there was a, a hot second and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, Keiko, when O'Brien says something racist and Keiko like that fucking... That was an ugly thing. Fucking, yeah, fucking knocks yeah. him on but his I, ass about it. But then Keiko immediately reverses, re, reverses it by being like, I made you some Cardassian bullshit. Yeah, they're both 
racist. It's like Keiko, Keiko. Yeah. Have you, have you been informed what's going on? Well, here? that's the thing. I don't think she was, and if she was, then she's just an idiot, which I've always thought. Kids but like, I thought I the thing dogs. is, is I sort of feel like if they made this today, there would have been this really great moment where she could have been like, yeah, do you know what people used to say about my people? Do you know what they used to say about your fucking people, O'Brien? You potato head motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I did love the moment, though, where their bowls clink together and they lock eyes like, oh, we can bond over our mutual hatred of your people. Well, no, of our mutual people's cuisine, let's be real. We can can bond over how much of a bitch your wife is. Irish cuisine (laughs) is garbage also. I did like, though, when the kid was like, do you hate the Cardassians? And Miles has to go like... Oh, Brian had to pretend that he doesn't. Oh, no, I mean, I've met some I don't like. and Some I do, I think. He liked, uh, you know, the the dude that he kind of bonded with. Sort of-ish. Yeah. I tolerated him for the moment they were in that elevator. I do like, though, that they have kept that aspect of his personality. They they haven't whitewashed him. The racist part? Well, because they could have whitewashed him. Yeah. And they didn't. They chose to leave him as... Doesn't get much whiter than like, Irish. Just like, no, he has this flawed aspect of his personality, and we're going to make sure to utilize it, because this group of people we established he is not keen with is are there, a major part of this show. There weren't enough racists in this episode. Well, so, uh, also, just this is a side point, nothing to do with uh, the Kardashians, but have you noticed that, you know, Keiko hasn't been in a ton of episodes, but so far in this series, two of the episodes she's been in have displayed her terrible cooking. <laughs> well, being fair, this time it was Kardashian food. So. And she's also not cooking. She's just replicating shit, isn't she? Well, true. isn't like it wasn't even in TNG. It was mentioned that she doesn't cook well. Like no, which is weird. No, because it's, it's not. Replicator. It is not mentioned. It's like Kate, it's fucking O'Brien being yeah. like, "Oh, the fucking wife is putting me on some oh, garbage kale diet." Eat this fucking salad, God damn it! I want meat and potatoes. You know that's the real problem. Is <laughs> Keiko, Keiko was like, "I don't want you to have a fucking heart attack, you fat fuck." And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> trying does, to, does. oh, trying to feed me salads, Arya, too, Ralura." Despite all reason, I love you. Please eat better. <laughs> Yeah, but so I don't, that's the thing. She's like, oh, I hope you like it. It's like, bitch, that would be like if I typed a recipe up in Microsoft Word and was like, I hope you think it's great. You didn't fucking do anything, bitch. Look, it's it's the future. This is just how cooking works. Listen, it's, it's also I don't want to hear like, it. Like, you know. Well, if you're like, saying, if it's the thought that counts, she didn't fucking think it out either because this motherfucker hates Kardashians. But it's also, it's also like a, a mommy, a mom type thing to do, you know, like. Thinking you're making an effort, but like kind of not. Oh, like, oh, that mom thing. I was gonna I, say my mom right. couldn't cook. She was awful. Is, on, on some level, she was like, "I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give him some Cardassian food, which he hasn't had since he was a child, and he's gonna like remember, and it's gonna start the healing process." And it's like, oh my god! Oh, this blew up in my face. It's like when Troy gave ice cream to Jono, exactly. and suddenly human. Except it didn't work. Well, that's because it was an ice cream. Yeah, no, really, Idiot. she should have given him ice cream. Yeah, it was weird. Cardassian ice cream is probably um, pretty good. Blue lumps. You could eat it with a spoon. Oh, it looks yeah. so good. Do, do, do Cardassians have blue blood? Oh, I, I don't know. know. Because I, know I thought, I couldn't quite tell from um, the screen, because it looked like Garrick, after he got bit, might have had, like, blue... I no, I didn't look that. Anyway, because they're supposed to be kind of like reptilian things. Yeah, so. like well, I'm just, I'm just not blood. sure. I don't, don't, I didn't know if that was like, animals. I don't know. I'm asking you. Else seen no. that or not. I don't know either. I don't think so. I thought animals Vulcans just have, have like green. you know yeah, probably, red blood. Klingons yeah, sometimes have pink blood. Um, oh, speaking of food in the, in the replicators and stuff, how badly does a space station, a space station that has replicators, need a tailor? <laughs> Well, I don't know. Did they just give Garrick something to do? It's about the tailor. No, he did. He gave. That's the thing. It's like even in a world where you can replicate clothes, there's probably a certain social status that comes from being like, no, no, mine was actually cut and assembled by a living thing. I know. It's well. It's also. It's also like in a. But in a people place, at DS9 aren't like, those. I can. Times. Like anyone can go to Target and buy yeah. eight ninety five pair of jeans, or you can go to you know a nice boutique and have handmade jeans. Yeah, but you can they tell both the cover repli- your ass. You can well, tell the replicator exactly what sizes you need though. You can customize it more than you can at Target. I think I think I think I think Garrick fa- fancies himself more of a fashion designer necessarily than just a tailor. Mm, I think like ah, I think yeah. I think he's sees artistry in it. He's I bet that's I bet Cork, that's, that's all of his great That's true. He he does often say this would look good on you. 
like mm. yeah. as, as opposed to He's I not can just make like this hemming, sh- you know, hemming pants. Well, I probably also hemming pants. Well, yeah. pants but... In answer to your question, according to Memory Alpha, at least there is an episode where it is established that Cardassian blood is brown. Oh, oh wow! Of course, like poop. Of Poofy. course, it's brown. But it's a letter, an episode we have not yet gotten to. So. Um, is it in this show? So, yes. Speak, uh, speaking of this one, I actually, so the scene in the O'Brien's house when the father... Yeah, with the father. That that was a heartbreaking scene. I like... Oh, yeah. I actually felt really, really, really bad for the when, guy. When the kid for, was for like, fuck you, when he, when, he, when he was like, do you want to look at some photos of yourself when you were a kid? I was like, oh. And I was actually like, I oh didn't. my god, why, why would you make poor O'Brien have to explain to this guy, look, your kid probably hates your guts. Like, shouldn't that have been Cisco's job? Nope, it's O'Brien's job. It's his penance for being a fucking racist. They need, they need a and station counselor. And the Irish counselor. love penance. True. But again, they're also the ones that decided, hey, let's have the Cardassian boy stay with the ptsd vet of the Cardassian war. Well, maybe Like, all were, the choices no. made were bad. Well, I think the the, impre- the idea was more that he was spending time with the school teacher. True, but they really didn't think through yeah. who she was married to. Well, most of us try to forget O'Brien. No, and O'Brien. and his marriage to Keiko, I to love be fair. O'Brien. No, I think O'Brien's um, fine. I, 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 I have been firmly in his corner since Tosk. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah, that episode. Yeah, that, he was good in Tosk. Yeah. yeah, I like this show too. I you know, I think you know, obviously this is a complete retread of suddenly human. Obviously. Yeah, it's funny because it didn't occur to me, but the minute you said it, you're like, Oh yeah. Oh, first yeah. thing but I it's so first, much th- literally first thing I thought. Yeah. I've completely blocked that piece of shit from my memory, so I didn't. Yeah, it. I mean the twist. So in the only the big, the big, big difference is at the end of Suddenly Human, Picard sends Jono back to live with his adopted, adopted parents. parents. Yeah. So this is the, it does have the opposite conclusion. Well, that's because yeah. Picard was correct, and Cisco is a bootlicker. Mm. I mean, again, Cisco was in the sort of. Oh, a tougher position in that, like, I, again, this was like, this was just blatantly a kidnapping versus, like, this was sort of a foundling and we didn't know how to contact his people to find out if there were any next of kin. And there was, of course, it turned out to be an admiral of some kind. I thought the, no, I thought the thing in Something Human was that they was a, that, like, they could take children as spoils of war. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> like, it wasn't so much that we couldn't contact you. It was, no, we won a battle. But I'm sure if they, keep even if they wanted to, I'm not sure if they You killed my how. kid, therefore I get yours. Yeah. That's how it went. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think there's no good solution of what to do with this kid, unfortunately. Ross like, is I think... making a face. What's Sorry, up? no, we've just, we've just, I think we've, I think we've talked enough about the child situation. We should talk more about how Garrick is amazing and he's my favorite. Okay, so we can definitely do that. This, this I had, I had, a, I had a really, he's really... amazing and he's my favorite. I know, I, had... I don't understand how the people at the orphanage just let him fix their computer and fuck with their shit, though. Because it wasn't working. Yeah, I think it was sort of like, whatever, we we're underfunded. Yeah, but... He can't, fucking... he can't break it any worse. Yeah, but they're just, like, letting this fucking Cardassian go through all their shit. He's with a Starfleet yeah. guy, so maybe they trust I him. I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. You guys well, I mean, she didn't seem terribly happy, so... Yeah, my, my note was when they when they find the, the kid, uh, Rugal, and they're, they're, they're showing him to, you know, a bunch of humans being like, oh, here's Julian and Miles and Keiko, and here's some people, and he's looking all, like, forlorn about, I don't know what's going on. And then they're like, oh, don't worry, they're all, they're all human. They're, none of them are Cardassians. I wrote in my notes, quote, they don't have a bit of Cardassian in them. And then Julian would say, well, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I did I, love the bit where Ducat is standing there watching his plan crumble underneath himself. And Garrick's just behind him smiling. Yeah, it no, is I love that. The, the big speech at the end where Julian's like laying out the entire plan. And like the entire time, he doesn't have any lines. At all. Garrick is just standing in the background, smiling and staring at whoever's talking, and like he just moves his eyes. He didn't move his he didn't move his head at all, so he's just like ah. He does great eye acting, that's true, he does. Um I mean it is a fairly genius plan. Yeah. Like no, who the fuck would break this plan? Right. And so like he's just so happy, like he's so proud of Julian, like finally he figured it out, and like it was it was so good at the end when Dul Gul Ducat, like mm-hmm. so Gul Gul Ducat basically ordered someone to take the boy to an orphanage and they found out that a Cardassian officer brought what's his name to the Rugal? orphanage. Yeah, and so the big mo- the big moment at the end was 
oh, who was in charge of this particular officer? And it was Gul Dukat. Yep. But, and so, like, they're basically, so the the whole thing, they're like, so who was in charge? And Gul Dukat, like, Just gets, gets upset, stands up, and walks out of the room. Yes. <laughs> and, 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 then, like, all... and then, like, as a side note, Julian's like, yeah, it was, it was, it was Gul Dukat. Yeah, let the record show. <laughs> well, Gul Gul I, and I think this is, I think we've maybe referenced it before, but that's, this is the first in-show mention of the fact that the Cardassian name for the station was Tarok Nor. Mm. I believe so. Because that was the whole thing. It was like, because they mentioned that, oh yeah, they also attached to Tarok Nor. And, mm. you know, and then they're like, and who was in charge of Tarok Nor? Which, because the audience at this point doesn't know that was what they called the station, you know, Julian goes, yeah. uh, for the record, Tarok Nor was what they called this place. No, oh, that, I thought no, Gal Dukat said, said that. that. Oh, either way. Yeah, yeah he said Dukat. You know, he, only, yeah. he only got one, by the way, right, and it was right, after yeah. Dukat left. That's right, that's right. I liked at the end that between, like, Garrick and Bashir, it felt like a very, like, Holmes and Watson kind of moment. Yes. Where he was like, you just need to observe more. You know, you followed, you know, he's like, at the end, you know, Bashir's like, there's just one thing I don't understand, Holmes. Uh, I mean, Garrick. You know, and it just felt very... How did you get into my bedroom? And it's, even, it's even great, too. Yeah, I forgot about that! <laughs> We're going for a ride! Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, no, literally Suit just... Suit up, Julian. Literally just Julian Bashir in his adorable space jammies, <laughs> sleeping in bed, he rolls over and looks up and, <laughs> I forgot about and that. Garrick is just staring down at him. Well, that was... And the, the best part was Julian wasn't even phased by it. So this is definitely not the first time it's <laughs> happened. And who knows how long Garrick was just watching Julian sleep for. Oh, I'm, days. I'm envisioning that this is a Twilight-esque scenario. <laughs> and Garrick's just like, I don't need to sleep. I like watching you sleep and Julian. Is that what happens in Twilight? I was, wa- I was watching with a friend and yeah, they said Christ literally, they literally said that. That's exactly <laughs> what he said. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I don't sleep. I just sit here and watch you. And she's like, wow, that's so hot. And it's like, no, it isn't. I, uh, oh, so no, it's not. Because I feel like, and maybe I'm just imagining this now because you put it in my head, but I do feel like, yeah, there is at least one home story when they're still roommates where like. At one point, Watson just wakes up and there's Holmes. And Holmes is like, we got a case! He like flings his hat at him and is like, no time, let's go! Well, I mean, here's the thing, like... Think about how preoccupied with Holmes so much of TNG was. Like, it's yeah. not a it's not a big leap. It's not. It's not. Yeah. I also now really, really want them to get Andrew Robinson and Alexander Sitting to play Holmes and Watson in something. There's enough fucking Holmes and Watsons. Mm. I'm yeah, done with them. But this one would be these two. I don't care. And the Will Ferrell one was supposed to be terrible. Oh, so really, so we Will could use... The Will Ferrell one? Which yeah. one is he? He's Holmes. Holmes. That's... T- and what no. is it, John C. O'Reilly yeah. is Watson? Oh. Yeah, it was guaranteed to be a pile of shit, but the trailer looked really funny, so it was like, oh, yeah, no, this will be good, accounts, but no, apparently Even people awful. who normally like his stuff were like, this is that's trash. Sad. And that's the thing, I really don't like Will Ferrell most the, of the time. No, so. I hate it. My last Garrett comment. He's just such a man-baby scream creature, and I hate that shit. Yeah. Go ahead, James, My I'm last, so sorry. No, it's quite all right. I was interrupting you, so. Well, um, supposedly he's nice in real life. <laughs> sure, whatever, I don't care. No. Supposedly. <laughs> Allegedly. We don't see it here. Rumors. Rumors to be decided. Rumors and then you know. No, I, I really liked when um, Garrick and Bashir were on the planet. And they were bickering? Well, like, like yeah, old boyfriend? Yeah, they were, they, were like, they were kind of arguing and they're just like, how do you even know that they would have this information? And Garrick looks over and it's just like, the Cardassians have taught record keeping to many worlds. I love Like, when... all the worlds they occupy. Well, no, and he says it in front of that woman. Right. Where he's like, we even taught you people how to do it, and she's just like... I mean, the thing is, I don't think he's lying, because when you think about it, there oh, no, was... I'm sure um, he's not lying. ...duet. The whole thing was like, this guy was so good at record keeping, yeah. they sent him to go teach people how to do it. They are... They are big on records. As were the Nazis. I was gonna say that that, that whole a, thing yeah, is a is a is a yeah. is a big yeah big, uh, Nazi reference re- reference to that a big Nazi reference. Wow. I mean the Cardassians are <laughs> and you just you just carry this thing with you at all times. It's a simple tailor's tool. <laughs> yeah okay, your little eyepiece thing. Yeah, what was that? It, 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 it just looked like, 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 like goggles or something. Yeah, using it to fix the computer. Uh, so good. Yeah, no, I actually, I liked this one. I thought emotionally, uh, you know, the, the, like, I felt 
more for this kid and for yeah. this, and yeah. and for the yeah. for the father as you know the the biological father as well as the adoptive father. I didn't yeah. care too much for the kid because I th- didn't think his acting was great. Like I felt really like I felt like the reunion with biological dadums was like <laughs> dadums too, like so lackluster. Well, I don't I know. Like, I thought that the it. yeah the kid the kid didn't bring yeah, a lot to the tale, but I felt that the the, the situation the, was you know yeah. teaming and the actor the playing the father I think carried yeah. that scene a lot. Oh yeah. He was really good. He did a really good job. Um, I did, you know, and I thought it was, was interesting. So happy. Like, His son was alive. Yeah. Like I felt, Something I felt, you wouldn't like I felt really heartbroken him. for him in that scene. You know, where he brought the photos and stuff. But the son's like, "Fuck you, Dad. You don't understand me." But you know, then at the he end, I, I was like, sailor. "Oh, this guy." He is, you know, when when he's like, oh, you know, maybe you'll help the other orphans. He's like, ah, oh, we'll see about that. Uh, I was like, oh no, you're, you're you're just a Cardassian. Well, you're a piece of shit. Still. Rest of my fucking heart. Oh no, they're over there. All right. Well, do we have anything else to say on any of these? Garrick and Julian forever. OTP. Yeah. Maybe that's oh, what you be. Uh, I I feel like the best comparison I, I came up with for those two is uh, Garrick is the is a cat owner with a laser pointer. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yeah, like that's what he's doing the whole time. He's just like, just like it's like, oh, you know, it's fun for both of us, you know, as he's making Julian Aww. dance. No, there was the uh, the moment where where Julian is whining to one of the one of the Bajorans at the orphanage, mm. and he's like, well, why am I here? Garrett just brought me, and he doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> Wow, this is just every relationship. <laughs> and he goes and you know when they're in the in the runabout on their way back, and, he's, and he turns, he stops. Oh and yeah, he's like, well we can just stay here and rot. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a point later where Bashir's trying to convince Cisco something's going on. He's like, so I was talking to Garrick, and Garrick, well he didn't tell me, <laughs> but he implied that. Something is going on. It's just the least convincing so argument So he ever. implied, but yeah. didn't tell you yeah, about and something that you're not sure what it is. And Cisco's like, yeah, how many how many shuttlecrafts do you need then? Well, that's the thing. He was probably totally ready to just be like, would you go to bed? But then Gal Dukat yeah, called. Right, right at that moment. And that's like, okay. Which again leads me to believe that Garrick is, is working, was working with Dutat. Or, like, Dukat thought Garrick was working for him. No, my thought on that, my thought on that is, you know, oh, no, Dukat must have found out, like, fucking immediately. My God, how could that have happened? No. It's because Julian didn't tell him right away, because he got distracted, because he's such a fucking puppy. (laughs) (laughs) I also loved in this when um, Bashir, like, busted it on his first call with, or second call with Dukat. And he's like, by the way, bitch, I have some questions. That was pretty uh, good. And then, um... Ben was not happy. No, and he was like, no, it was the highlight of my day. Don't do it again. I like I like when he does that. He does that subverting expectation thing a lot where he'll be like he'll he'll say like, Oh no, that thing that you did that was not regulation was great, but don't ever do it again. Like I, I, I love when he does that. I love Ben Cisco. I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah, he's fun. Good dude. I love him. Maybe what they can do. Still you're waiting right. for the goatee. No, yeah. I hate it. That's the thing. I, I know like the it. beard is coming, and I, I don't like it. it. What are you doing, Brad? There, there is there is too much here at Holmes and Watson. So what they can just do is they can get their own CBS series. Derek uh, and Julian. Julian has left Starfleet and solves crimes in space. They're private detectives. It's kind of a seventies themed thing, but yeah, okay. Garrick is still just a, a simple tailor. Yeah, yeah. They go around in uh, his his tailor and truck together through space. Space truck. Yeah. Speaking of trucking through space, time for us to transform and roll out. Next. <laughs> oh, like an anamorph. <laughs> yeah, except it doesn't just turn into a truck. Yeah, Lame. Not, if you think that means I'm going to keep all that bullshit in, you are dead wrong. Fucking better. Are you really not going to leave it in? It was like a bunch of nonsense. Why do you, do you disrespect my art? Because no one else gets the references. What? Well, Listen, Everybody knows what a fucking Matt transformer is. Does Matt L. from Florida is. listen to this show? Because if he does, he's going to love the hell out of that animorph bit. You better leave that in for Matt. Matt? Who the no. fuck's Matt? Anyway, next week. He doesn't even listen to the show. No, he does. I think he does. Everybody that listens to the show has been on this show. No, that's not true. <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us for Star to Steer by. <laughs> next week, we're going to do the same fucking thing where Jake and I... Have a lot of really great banter, and Chris cuts it out yeah. so you people never hear yeah, it. If you guys feel like this show's been slipping, it's because uh, Chris cuts out all the best comedy. <laughs> you guys listen, you'll never know what he cuts. That's true. <laughs> Monsters. <laughs> anyway, next week we're going to talk about two more episodes of Deep Space Nine, Melora, 
and rules of acquisition. Yay! Yeah, it's going to be awesome. In the meantime, if you like what you heard, you can do lots of things. You can find us where all fine podcasts are sold. They sell us there anyway, but we're sort of like in the clearance section. Like there's a piece <laughs> broken off that you're still trying to get a couple bucks. Uh, we're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Is that what it's called now? Apple yes. Podcasts. Uh, you can also find us on Tumblr and Twitter at SSHB Podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching A Star to Steer Her By. And you can visit SSHBpodcast.com, which is our website, but it's really just our Tumblr page. I have been Caitlin. I have been Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. I'm James. Rossi. Boo. Some people what know me. What was the episode that had the weird Rossi. subplot with Quark and the guy with the mouth? That's, that's the next, next episode. Week. Oh, that was next week? Okay, that's Melora. Look forward to that. Well,